This is Creating Utopia, the podcast, ideas to change the world, where we turn conversation into action. Thank you for joining. This episode is titled Mental Wellness Part 2 and Jim Carrey. The timing of this episode could not have been better. Jim was just on Real Time with Bill Maher, one of my favorite programs, and he's got a new show, Kidding, where mental wellness, well, it seems to be the main focus. I've had this episode in mind for a while now. It's great that Jim happens to be back in the public eye with his new show, so I figured now is as good of a time as any to do this episode. Mental wellness, to build off of the part one podcast, is the concept that's going to be explored a little bit further. More specifically, the arbitrary nature of considering others' mental states to be illnesses and the potential consequences that has for everyone is going to be examined in this episode. There's no secret that those with great talent or creativity often carry with them personally traits that others would consider, let's say, unusual. In the conventional sense of the term, you could consider the likes of Van Gogh, Nikola Tesla, Isaac Newton as mentally ill. Robin Williams, Chris Cornell, gone too soon. Kanye West has openly admitted his own struggles with depression and suicidal thoughts. What is the common element that can simultaneously be the source of so much external creative potential, as well as the source of deep internal pain? Can it be that somehow the struggles that we face within can be the cause of greatness? Is it to be assumed that we should avoid, quote, negative mental states at all costs at all times? Or is struggle and pain a part of human existence? And can that unleash in us potential that we were unaware we even had? A common theme in many that spend their lives doing good things is a past history of struggle. The more extreme the struggle, often the more extreme a person commits themselves to do good. Tony Robbins, for example, grew up in poverty, his father left, and that was the literal catalyst in his decision to help others for the rest of his life. Nick Yaris, a wrongfully sentenced man who spent 22 years on death row, living through unspeakable conditions. His podcast on the Joe Rogan experience is a must-listen. Well, he now is spending his life, his time, his energy, speaking to kids, encouraging them to find the beauty in themselves, in education, and in life in general. Jim Carrey himself had a challenging upbringing. He actually went to high school with my mom for at least a year, and during that time, his family was living in a van. He had to do work as a janitor, I believe, to support the family, and he witnessed his father quote, fail at what he didn't want to do. It wasn't like he went for his dreams and didn't get there. It was that he gave up, took the safe route in life, and he still failed. Now, I've been a huge fan of Jim for my entire life. I grew up right around the time when he really hit it big, and I've gone back and watched the more adult-themed films to appreciate The Truman Show or The Cable Guy, not just from a strictly comedic standpoint. Now, I've watched the past five years, uh, the development, or the change at least, in Jim's demeanor in public. He's been prone to outbursts of new age philosophical borderline religious monologues. If you've seen his documentary about Man on the Moon, where he claims he was inhabited by the spirit of Andy Kaufman, you'll know that Jim Carrey is no longer simply Ace Ventura, a goofy Canadian physical comedian. You might have also seen his political artwork. He's a different person, and the change is dramatic. 
Depending on the information you've been exposed to, your upbringing and your thoughts generally on the transient nature of life and the universe, Jim Carrey could be sounding like he's experiencing a mental breakdown. Or he could sound like he is enlightened and making noises regarding the purpose of life that others need to recognize are valuable. I've read a lot of what the Dalai Lama has written. Uh, I have an affinity for Einstein and Tesla and Newton and Da Vinci. I've studied Robin Williams, especially his Behind the Actors studio, and the Heath Ledger Dark Knight depiction of the Joker. There's something that interests me about those who are experiencing life and the world in a different way and are able to manifest pure potential into something that others consider to be great. And it's certainly interesting and perhaps sad that those with certain insights seem to have a struggle within that prevents those insights from really actualizing, from reaching and touching others' lives as well as themselves in as meaningful a way as possible. This realm of human existence, the exceptional and its consequences on our mental states, the desire to look at others and judge their subjective experience, is really what this episode is all about. Jim Carrey could easily be viewed as someone who is mentally ill, or he could be viewed as someone who is speaking the language of Buddha or Jesus, or he could be simply viewed as a human trying to put to words the potential insights into life that he's come across, real or imagined. And this is a really difficult task. Whatever the case may be, my focus is on the affinity some have and the subconscious bias most of us have to judge someone like Jim Carrey by saying something like he's gone crazy. If you check YouTube, you'll see a bunch of videos of Jim Carrey gone crazy, Jim Carrey nuts on the red carpet. And so someone somewhere has decided that due to 10 minutes of Jim speaking, he's different, not well, and by definition, if he's not well, he shouldn't be listened to, trusted, and most likely should be avoided. So I wonder how many insights throughout time have been missed because we decided to classify some people in some way, shape, or form and miss out on more potential greatness said individual has to offer. Jim Carrey is unique and talented, and now that he's in a new area, the mental wellness division or spirituality division, who really knows how valuable the insights he, or anyone for that matter, could potentially reach? To dismiss people based on a completely relative subjective perspective is fundamentally flawed. This happens to Elon Musk. This happens to Kanye West. The standard reading of the DSM-5, the textbook of mental disorders, suggests that anyone at any time is, quote, suffering or afflicted by five to ten mental disorders, even psychiatrists and psychologists. If that's some kind of anecdote where I'm mistaken, please feel free to correct me. But just think by that logic, it's expected that everyone is mentally ill. And to bring up part one again, that was kind of what I meant. We are all mentally ill, kind of. Mental illness, to a manageable degree, is like a symptom of being well. You're not different or bad, and one step further, you're not ill either, if you're struggling or in pain. Again, I don't mean chronic neurotransmission imbalances that cause depression, or hormone deficiencies. That's an illness, different realm. I mean the conscious thoughts that we have that we run from, that we're not good enough or that life is too hard. 
those thoughts don't make you ill. The arbitrary expectations that we're setting on our own consciousness leads us to close our minds, shift our thoughts away from things that might be scary, but might be of benefit in the long run. We need to see our minds as something we need to challenge and overcome and explore. Jim Carrey is a living embodiment of someone who is willing to face the demons within and run straight toward them, not knowing what could happen in the process. This has led him to some sort of intellectual renaissance and spiritual connectivity that is completely subjective and therefore hard to us to square with the identity we know and love from the movies. But if a Buddhist monk came to a red carpet and spoke the way Jim did during those recent viral interviews, we wouldn't blink twice, because that is expected behavior. Only when something becomes unexpected or different do we decide to question its validity. I just want to stress that Jim is just one of many in the public eye who are sharing ideas that should no longer be ignored. We can't write people off or say that because 60% of your identity has been blank, a comedian or musician or biology professor, that anything you say outside of the area in which you've come to prominence should be ignored, ridiculed, or attacked. This is what's happening to Joe Rogan. And our own mental states are being hijacked every single day when we see others being torn down for being different. Our own mental wellness is being impacted when we participate in the tearing down of someone for their own subjective thoughts and experience. I comment on Twitter trying to challenge those I agree with and disagree with, but never with an intent to hurt the person I'm challenging. We need to see that the casual responses and reactions we have to others is impacting ourselves. Jim Carrey may actually be experiencing a serious mental breakdown. I don't think he is. I certainly don't know. But I know that if I make assumptions and judgments, specifically negative ones, it's going to coat the way I look at everything Jim says, but also the way I look at the world. If Jim is crazy, I can dismiss the thought that each person is connected to one another. If Jim is crazy, I can ignore the feeling of guilt I have when I only do something to 50% of my ability. Because nothing in this world matters and I should just look out for number one in my instant gratification. The main point here is we are damaging our own mental states when we judge others, and we miss out on opportunities to learn and grow when we dismiss outright everything someone has to say. I'm going to build on this idea for another episode, how if you were a liberal paying attention to Fox News and Sean Hannity, for example, is valuable. It doesn't have to be a cause of pain or stress, and you don't have to spend any time arguing with people who believe what Hannity is saying. But I'll leave that for later and move on to the final segment, how to create utopia. The whole theme or concept behind this episode is that we may not notice it, but our own mental wellness is being affected by the way we respond to and judge others. If you're in a car, for example, and a person walks into the road and almost gets hit by traffic, what are the usual thoughts that pop into one's mind? Wow. That person is, is almost died. Uh, is that person not paying attention? Is, how stupid could somebody possibly be? Well, now we're carrying that thought with us, that there are people out there who are stupid enough to walk into traffic. What a sad state of humanity if some people are like that. Well, I like to imagine that person is a preeminent surgeon who just finished with a patient 
They had been doing surgery for 18 hours straight and were on the way to their car, totally forgot what time it was. They forgot where they were. They forgot that there would be traffic, let alone that they were even on a road. That person made an honest mistake, and they're not stupid. They're not trying to die. They're not worthy of our negative judgment. In that case, they would be worthy of our sympathy and support. We never really know. We may not be in control of the way we perceive life and the moments that occur every day, but we do have some ability to steer the direction of the ship. If we start generally trying to assume the best about others, there really is no telling what insights you may discover due to a truly open mind. We create utopia by when, for example, Jim Carrey starts talking about how he is you and you are him, you listen and dig deeper, even if it sounds nonsensical or confusing. It's a wacky claim from a wacky guy, I get it, but the insight there is so valuable and I applaud Jim for making an effort to share some thoughts that at the very least can make the journey of life a more wondrous experience. Or when a gun rights advocate starts telling you how it's their God-given right to bear arms. There can be communication, places to converge, areas of agreement, if you proceed with an open mind rather than cast judgment, or assume you know the entire life story with whom you're discussing. At the very least, if someone with truly bad intentions, bad ideas, bad intentions, if they're allowed to reveal all of the layers of those ideas, it will get easier and easier to pick apart their reasoning and show at least the rest of the world how illogical that position is. This is why I advocate listening to Ben Shapiro or Milo Yiannopoulos. I found it myself exploring the dual-sided nature of the abortion debate as well as the gun rights debate. You can see that everyone arguing just wants the world to be better. Neither side seems interested in hearing what the other side's version of a better world is, and therefore no progress ever gets made. Both sides' version of a better world is similar, but importantly different, and they have a different roadmap for how to get there. If the arguing sides would stop for a moment and explore the other side's viewpoint, it would be at least easier to move forward. They could see that some areas converge and there is a palatable solution. We are living through perhaps the most interesting time period ever. We have the ability to obtain information from the greatest minds throughout history. We can travel to and experience the entire world. And ultimately we can shape and challenge our consciousness in a way that is at the very least enjoyable. The alternative is to spend your days consciously fighting continuous, seemingly never-ending battles until one day, for you at least, it's over. In the second scenario, you can't win. In the first, however, you always do. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Creating Utopia. If you found it valuable, please share it with a friend on social media. Follow me on Twitter at creating underscore utopia and make sure to ask questions, comment. I'll make every effort to reply to everyone. Stay tuned for the next two podcasts. I'll be doing a short book summary on Sam Harris's lying and a more argumentative episode regarding climate change.